At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's the final rewatch. The final rewatch. Final rewatch. Oh, it's the final rewatch before the new season. It's the final rewatch. I'm watching them all. The final Stranger friends, and welcome back to the final rewatch. Did you think I wasn't going to sing it? No, 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 folks. I am excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Why am I excited? Because it's the last Wednesday before the last Wednesday before Stranger Things 4 finally is upon us. And today I'm here. To talk about Stranger Things 2, Chapter 9. The Gate. What? What did you say? Uh, I said The Gate. Why did you say it so dramatically? Because it deserves drama. And who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. Aren't we the same person? Yes, so this is getting a little weird. It is getting a little weird. Um, Yes, so I I have no idea where that was going, but Chapter 9, The Gate. Uh, And if you think it's weird, 
me having a conversation with myself, you are probably absolutely 100% correct. So why don't we hear from someone else who left a voicemail and got me a little nervous because the title of his voicemail was Saddest News, but there is always light at the end of the tunnel. My friend, Jake. Hold on to your butts, bro, chachos. Nine more days till the Stranger Things Season 4 release day, and I can't wait to hear it on your podcast. And, of course, you know, watch it in person. But before I could do that, on May 26th, I have to go out of town for baseball tournament till May 29th. So that's awesome. I'll have to dodge all the spoilers for it. But anyways, I can't wait to watch your pod- I can't wait to listen to your podcast during this time once these, uh, season four comes out. But anyways, thank you so much for just having everything on the podcast. Thank you, Jake, for calling in again. It's nice to see the kids are still playing baseball. I loved baseball as a kid. I played it from, wait a minute, eight? I was in peewee. I did t-ball, then eight, nine, then 10, 11, 12. I was in the quote-unquote major leagues. Broke my arm after that, and it was uh, the end of my career. I tried out for for freshman year high school baseball. Um, Tried out. Let's put it that way. I might have made it past the first cut, I think, but that was it. It didn't last very long. I don't even know if they had cuts, but I did, still didn't make the team. Uh, but I see my nephew now. He is hes going to be 10 this summer. He plays soccer and basketball, but his number one love is lacrosse. I actually took him to lacrosse practice last week, and I said, Hey, buddy, what about baseball? Any baseball ever? He's like, nah. That's, that was his answer. Meh. So I drew, I stopped on the side road. I said, you get out and you walk home, mister. Uh, four days later, he made it home safely. So everything's fine. If I seem a little hopped up, it's because I am. Yes, I'm now starting my second Cherry Vanilla Coca-Cola Zero. Um, so I'm doing this to combat the yawns. Nobody wants the yawns on a podcast. Wait a minute. Mm, it's both cherryish and vanillaish. It's delicious. Um, I'm excited because I just finished watching this uh, Stranger Things 2 finale. And my first thought was, I need to start recording. But that wasn't what the first thing I did. The first thing I did was go on YouTube and watch the trailer for Stranger Things 3. Just to kind of get me excited. And I'm like, my goodness. They sure know how to put a trailer together with the music and just nail it. Uh, and then that made me think, you know what? I'm going to watch Stranger Things 4 trailer again. So I watched that again. And then I realized, oh my goodness, it's 1030. Buckle down, Mike. And start talking. Chapter 9. The Gate. We pick up really right exactly where uh, chapter eight left off. We're in the buyer's house. Eleven walks in. Mike sees her, and uh, they hug. The first thing they do, they embrace. There's no awkwardness. There's nothing. 
Uh, I never gave up on you. I heard. She's like, 300 and something, something days. It's like, well, why didn't you reach out? And Hopper's like, I wouldn't let her. And Mike realized, you've been, you've been hiding her? And he pushes him. Uh, also, Max was like, is that? And I think Lucas and, and Dustin just nodded. So he's like, can we talk alone? Hopper takes Mike alone in the, um, into another room and they have, it's kind of a, it's kind of a special bonding moment considering Mike has parents. Uh, Hopper does a nice thing or, or just has a nice moment with him that you never would see with old Ted Wheeler. Um, they argue. He's like, I was protecting her. I was protecting you and everyone around us who, who, you know, if they found out, uh, it would be a danger to you guys. And he's like, I hope you understand. I don't understand. Well, don't blame her. I don't blame her. I blame you. It's okay. Nothing about this is okay. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a piece of shit. And he's a liar. And he's pushing him and punching him. And Hopper's like, hey, hey, hey. And he's like, you're okay. It's okay, kid. You're okay. He, he, he lets him hit him a little bit, pulls him in, gives him a hug. He's like, I'm sorry, kid. I'm sorry. In the other room, Dustin, Lucas, and Elle have a nice hug. And um, she flips up and up Dustin's lips and's like, oh, she sees he has teeth. He's like, oh, yeah. When she's like, ah, like, I don't think he's pick, he's figured out that nobody likes that. Eleven. It's like, hi, I love Elle. I'm Max. She just looks at her and walks right by her. Um, and I have to say, and she hugs Joyce. But I felt bad for Max. Max doesn't deserve any of this so that that but it it is kids being selfish little kids so i i i kind of understand well that was very boston understand i kind of understand um why why she did it uh it still doesn't make it right so 11 uh and joyce they embrace it's nice for them to see each other and she says can i see him and um they see him, he's standing there. She's like, he's not doing well. He says, I know, I saw. She's like, what else did you see? And um, they show the, she sees the the thing that he typed out from the, or they spelled out from the Morse code, close the gate. And Joyce is like, you opened the gate before. Do you think you would close it? And it shows the. And I, is that when she says, "I can do it"? Forgive me if I'm wrong. I, I finished it t- this tonight. I started it about fourteen hours ago, and I had to stop to start. Stupid job I have to do to make money and work. Ugh. Can't I just podcast full time? Um, but it show we see a shot of the gate, and there are so many demo dogs around it. And then we get the opening credits. We cut over to Mrs. Wheeler in a bathtub. What? She's reading a romance novel uh, in a bubble bath. And um, my wife likes reading romantic books, but they're not like these. Like those look like sleazy, like really not trashy, but like, I don't know, just silly romantic like epic novels. My wife likes reading things that are almost like Hallmark movies. She has so many of these books and don't even get me started on Hallmark movies. There's so many on my DVR right now. Um, 
I'm 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 on a tangent. It's 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 the cherry vanilla uh, Coke Zero. It, I, I blame it. The caffeine. Eh, oh my goodness. And the fake sweetener. Uh, so where was I? She's in the tub. The doorbell rings. Ted, can you get it? No, of course. Ted is a lug. He's not a, a hateful guy. He's just one of those dads who's just kind of like, yep, I'm around. I'm the dad. I provide. Let me take a nap because he's sleeping in the chair. Um, she uh, ends up answering answering the door in a robe. Um, and the robe is a, it's a little open to the point where Billy's like, oh, hi. I didn't realize Nancy has a sister. And she's like, oh, oh. Uh, Billy sure can put on the charm when he needs to. She's a little like ooh, taken aback and by him. She gives him directions to the buyer's house. He's like, you're a lifesaver. And she's checking him out as he walks away. Um, and it's not the last time that, that uh, Mrs. Byers checks out Billy or almost does more than that. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, so... Back at the buyer's house, Hopper's talking about how the gate is so much bigger now uh, and all those dogs and um, Dustin's like, demodogs. It's like, why is that important? It, 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 it's not. Uh, oh, that's when Eleven says, I can do it. I can do it. Um, and Mike, because Mike knows everything, he's kind of a genius. He says, now if what we say about the hive mind and it being the brain, if, if, if it's true, and it's inside Will, if we're really right, closing the gate could kill him. Could kill Will. But they come up with a plan. It's a virus. And Joyce remembers how it keeps saying it likes the cold. So let's burn it out of him. But someplace he doesn't know. So he can't figure out where he is. He can't track them. Um... So Joyce and Jonathan are going to be taking him to Hopper's cabin and they will call him whenever that thing gets out of him because they need to make sure that Will is safe before they can close the gate. Uh, Steve and Nancy are cleaning up and Steve's like, you should, you should go with Jonathan. She's like, you know what you did for those kids? He's like, yeah, you know, I may be a shitty boyfriend, but I'm a pretty good, pretty damn good babysitter. And she's like, Steve, there's, it's okay, Nancy. It's okay. Uh, so, um, and just like that, Hopper and, and L are leaving. It's like, we just got our gang together, and now they're separating again. So uh, Mike says, you know, I can't lose you again. And she says, you won't. So they head off in one direction. Nancy ends up going with Joyce and Jonathan. And that leaves Mike, Lucas, Dustin, Max, and Steve staying at the buyer's house. In Hopper's truck, uh, he and Eleven have a conversation, and he's like, I'm not mad. I just want to know where you've been to see Mama. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. How did you get there? A truck, a truck, a big truck, a nice man. And he's like, um, it still doesn't explain the clothes and the makeup. She doesn't tell him. Um but she just says, I shouldn't have left. And he says, well, I shouldn't have lied. It's like, I feel like I'm a black hole. You know, she's like a black hole. He explains what a black hole is. He says his daughter had a book about space. She's like, Sarah had a book about space. It's like, 
Who? My girl, my, my little girl. Where is she? She left us. She's gone. The black hole, it got her. And I'm just scared it would take you too. I think that's why I'm, uh, why I get so mad and why I can be so, so stupid. Still, we never get that explanation of what Hop did at the end of season one when he got in the car. I guess he got in the car. Okay, let's try to put this in, 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 think of what he did. He told them they were at the school. That never got back to him. That never came up again. He gets in the car, maybe to now explain everything he could explain to them and cooperate with them, I guess. So he says to her, you know, I don't, I don't hate the look. And she says, bitchin'. He's like, okay, all right. Um, in the buyer's house, Steve, Dustin is like having, ordering Steve around. He's emptying out the fridge. Um, Dustin, he has that only child syndrome where he knows no boundaries. He has no boundaries. The way he swears and talks in front of his mother, in front of other kids, the way he talks, he has that kind of only child feel to him. He, he's like, come on, let's go, let's go. Um, put the dog, Demodog, like he's always still correcting. Um, Steve puts it into the fridge to try to keep it, um, keep it fresh, keep it from rotting because it's a groundbreaking discovery. Uh, but the kids, they're like, they're annoyed that they're just sitting there. They're on the bench. They're like we wait, we could do something. And they realize they have a plan. Um, go to the tunnels, uh, to the main area and just light it on fire. That'll draw. And they, and what that would do is draw the demodogs from the lab, you know, try to kill it there. Um, and Steve was like, no, nope, nope, we're not doing that. Nope. Uh, and then all of a sudden, goddamn Billy Hargrove shows up. Turns out Mrs. Wheeler's directions were perfect. He gets out of the car and uh, he's like, well, well, well. And there's Steve on the front step, ready to confront him. A showdown of hair versus hair. My God, if I had either of their hair or Dustin's hair or Mike's hair, Oh my goodness, the things I could do in life. Um, so he's like, I'm looking for my, uh, I think he said my stepsister this time. She's not here. He knows Steve is lying, mainly because he points out that she's in the window. So he shoves Steve down. He goes, I told you um, to, to plant your feet. Kicks him and goes in the house. And they're like, go away. Max yells at him. He goes, you disobeyed me. And you know what happens when you disobey me? And he says it really, really creepily. I break things. And then he grabs Lucas. And he starts shoving him up against the wall. And Lucas is like, get off me, get off me. Kicks him right in the balls. I wrote, I wrote down, excellent. And he says, you are so dead, Sinclair. And then Steve goes, no, you are. And you think it's a big heroic moment. He punches Billy right in the face. And Billy jerks his head back and then he starts laughing. It's like, uh-oh. Says, there he is. There it is. There's the King the, the King Steve everyone's been talking about I've been waiting for. And he says, get out. But he doesn't get out. He fights. And um, 
he fights dirty. They're like, kick his ass, Steve. Dustin is cheering for him. He hits Steve over the, pl- over the head with a plate. That is playing dirty. I mean, it's also playing to win, but it's playing, <laughs> playing very dirty. Um, so now he's beating the crap out of Steve. And they're like, they're yelling, no, get off him, get off him. Max looks over to the right, sees the syringe that they used on uh, Will, grabs it and sticks it right in Billy's neck. He's like, well, what did you do? Like every, the world's slowing down. He falls down. He's like, ha, ha, ha. She says, from now on, you stay away from me and my friends. Do you understand? What did you do? And then he, she slams she slams the bat right in between his groinal area. He's like, say it. I want you to say it. I, I understand. I understand. And he passes out. She fishes in his pockets, grabs his keys and says, let's get out of here. And Mike, Lucas and Dustin Olage all look at each other like, whoa. There's your Zuma, Mike. So Joyce, Jonathan, and Nancy show up at the cabin. Uh, they have a bunch of space heaters, and um, they bring Will in and like, let's do it here. They end up tying him down to a bed and setting up the space heaters near a wood stove that they also light up. Um, they're like, you sure this is a good idea? And Joyce is like, this thing has had Will long enough. Let's kill the son of a bitch. Over at the lab. My goodness, we have three groups. I'm, I'm just jumping back and forth between all three. At some points, we're like jumping really fast. So over at the lab, Hopper and Eleven show up. And Eleven looks up at the lab and she just has all these flashbacks of all her life there. Um, and it's just like the the horrors that she had to had to endure in that building. Um, Hopper and her head in. He's like, uh, you need, let me lead. You need to save your strength until we're down below. So all of a sudden we see on the road, Billy's car is just racing down the road and everyone like um, Steve actually starts waking up. He's like, huh, what, what's, what's, what's going on? He realizes he's in the back seat. He sees a, a can of gasoline. He's like, Nancy? He looks up. It's Mike. And Dustin, with one of his best lines of this season, maybe ever, hey, buddy, you put up a good fight. He kicked your ass, but you put up a good fight. He's like, what is going on? Relax. She's driven before. All of a sudden, you realize Max is behind the wheel, and Steve is freaking out, and they are trying to get to that uh, to the pumpkin patch. Um Max has a brick on her shoes so she can reach the pedal. It's awesome. Inside the cabin, Will uh, wakes up. He's like, what, what is happening? It, it hurts. It hurts. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. And they just crank the heat up even more. Jump over to the pumpkin patch. They, and and um, Max like drives and, and skids right there perfectly. And she says, told you, Zoomer. Steve is like, what? What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? There's no way we're going down there. But um, Dustin's like, a party member needs our help. I know you promised Nancy you'd keep you you'd keep an eye on us or you'd keep us safe. So he hands him his bat. So keep us safe. Uh, awesome. They they go down. They go they go down into the hole. And Steve is like, 
Oh my God. Okay, listen, if anything happens to you dipshits, I'll be in trouble. So I'm leading the way. Jump to the lab. They run into Sam Owens. He's, um, he's got his leg, got a wound on his leg. But other than that, I guess he's okay. He looks behind Hopper and he sees a girl. And I think he realizes who she is. He's like, uh, uh, this is Eleven. Yeah, I've been hiding her over a year. She's going to save us all. So um, he ties off the wound. He's like, maybe when this is over and done, you can help her out, help her have a normal life. In the tunnels, they're walking along. Uh, Dustin, oh, he sees that spout, that same spout that spit at Jim. It seems to just spit those flakes in the air, uh, but it spits it at Dustin. He freaks out, and he's like, oh, I'm okay, with a big, goofy, goofy smile. They find the area they want to get the hub, and Mike's like, let's drench it. And they just start soaking that bitch in gasoline. Over at the cabin, now Jonathan is freaking out um, because Will is freaking out from all the heat. And Jonathan's like, it's not working. And Joyce is like, just wait, just wait. Um, and all of a sudden you see like this, like this black vein type bubbling up in his neck. And um, he rips through his restraints. He starts choking Joyce. And um, it looked almost kind of like venom. I don't know what else to... It just reminded me of like the, the symbiote. Symbiote in Venom. Uh, in the lab, um, they're walking along and they hear like... And Hopper's like, stay here. And he goes off to investigate. And you, start, you realize all these up down upside-down flakes, they're everywhere in the lab now. He sees a bunch of demodogs. He's like, oh... Shit. Down in the tunnel, I'm telling you, man, we jump around. I love it because this is when the action, you know the action's going crazy when they jump so quickly from one group to the next, to the next, to the next. Um, so in the tunnels, they're like, ready? Light her up. And Steve's like, I'm in such deep shit. And he goes to throw the uh, the flame. Nancy, while Joyce is being um, choked, grabs a... a um, something from the fireplace, a poker, and burns Will. He ends up letting um, Joyce go. And then we cut to the lab, and Hopper goes in, guns ablazing. Then the li- at this moment, the, 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 they light the tunnel up. Tentacle vines are going, blah, 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 going crazy in there. The dogs are all, the, uh, the dogs in the lab all jump into the tunnel. They head off towards the tunnel. And over with Will, um, the like the burning, they, they don't give up. And the thing finally just can't take it anymore. And it shoots out of Will's mouth, flies out of Will. He's kind of out of it, but he finally awakens. He's like, Mom, the buyers embrace Will, Jonathan, Joyce, because Will is finally safe. Eleven comes in and joins Hopper in that broken room in the lab, that like control room that stands before the gate. Uh, and the dogs just all took off down there. Um, Jonathan calls over, Chief, do you copy? Close it. Now he knows that Will's safe. He and Eleven head down the shaft 
And they hold hands as they go down before the mighty gate. That's what I wrote down. I wrote the mighty gate. Very dramatic. Down in the tunnels, they're running the hell out of there. Mike gets caught up with the vines. While that's happening, Underground Eleven starts using her powers to try to close the gate. Uh, but while she starts, you, you see the giant shadow silhouette of the monster standing right behind the mighty gate. That thing looks monstrous, gigantic, hideous, frightening, everything. Back in the tunnels, they get Mike out. Steve ends up smashing some of those vine tentacles with his bat. And then they turn, there's a demodog, and it's dark. And Dustin is like, trust me. And he tries to get through to Dart. He talks to him. He's like, hey, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry about the cellar. He's like, hey, you want to eat? I have some favorite thing. And he takes out a nougat. And he eats it. And he gives a, he gives some to Dart. And Dart starts eating it. And weirdly, it kind of makes you feel a little bad for Dart. But they all go by. They all, they all um, get by him and, and head further back to their rope. Back in the, tu- in the underground... Eleven, um, she thinks about what Callie says and uh, finds something about your past and channel it, use it for your powers. In the tunnels, more dogs are coming and they rush, they get back to the rope and get most of them out. Dustin and Steve are still down there and the dogs just come straight at them and they can't do anything about it. They brace for the attack and all the dogs go right by them Ignore them completely, heading back towards the lab. And Mike knows it. And he says, Eleven. The dogs show up. Hopper starts picking them off as much as he can with, the, with his guns as Eleven keeps working. Keeps trying to close the gate. She thinks about her time in the lab. About what Brenner said about the wound, even though... Was that a memory or was that what Callie was saying? She thinks about her past, thinks about all the pain she's been through, all the pain that's been inflicted on her. She screams, and and the strength of her power lifts her off the ground. She's using so much strength. Both nostrils are bleeding. Her eyes are bloodshot. Lights, she's, she's exhibiting so much power. The headlights in the car go crazy. The lights in the cabin the one there's like a lamp lights it it lights up like it's the sun and she's like ah and she's and then she just fights it and closes the gate completely she drops and so are the demodogs all of them um just start kind of falling in the tunnel you see them falling silently you see dart uh, in the tunnel, you see the, the the candy bar next to him, and I have to say, it, it made me feel bad. I felt a little sad for this 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 monster from an evil dimension. Weird, right? Hopper and her hug, and he's like, "You did good, kiddo. You did good." A month passes, and we get some closure. The lab is now completely shut down. The military is heading out. The tapes got out. The story's everywhere, but it is them using the gas leak story. Um, they admit to a cover-up in death of Barbara. We see Barbara having a funeral, even though I don't think there's a body. I don't 
think they, I would imagine there's no body unless they went to the upside down, which they can't. Um, they say she was exposed to a chemical. Wink, wink, sure. We see Murray outside the lab waving at the military as they're leaving, like in, really enjoying it. I think someone gives them the finger. Um, and there was like the TV reporter says, you know, these people thought they lived in a safe town where nothing ever happens. We see Hopper go into a uh, restaurant to meet with Owens. How's your leg holding up? Eh, it's okay. I think my something career, football career, running career, he said some sort of a sports career is over with. He's like, I have something for you, and it's a birth certificate that says Jane Hopper on it. So she has a legal name now. Um, I wonder if that's what she's going to be called at school. It, it's going to have to be, isn't it? Who's going to call her L or Eleanor? Well, they could call her L for L as a nickname. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but he sees the, the birth certificate, and uh, he's like, congratulations. But we should probably keep it quiet for a while. It's like, well, how long? Like, maybe a year? It's like, a, a, a year? What about one night out? What's so important about one night out? I'll tell you, Dr. Owens, what's so important. The gosh darn snowball. Now you got me using language I'm not proud of. We see the buyer's house. See a nice little drawing of Bob Newby, superhero. We see Joyce teaching Will how to dance. We see Jonathan filming them on Bob's video camera. So I guess I guess they got to keep the camera. Over at the Wheeler's house, we see Mike's mom is taking pictures of him. Over at Lucas's house, he's practicing how to ask girls to dance. Or maybe one specific girl. And, of course, Erica's there to make fun of him. Um, and we see Max getting her hair did by her mom. Billy walks by, and they just kind of look at each other, and he just keeps on walking. That's right, Billy. You just keep on walking. And then we see Dustin over at his house, like, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, which is the same thing. Isn't it how the opening of the first episode was with him trying to look for quarters to go to the arcade? So he's looking for something. He's like, oh, I found it. And I noticed that his mom has a new cat. Uh, he goes in his bedroom and, ah, ha, ha, it's the Farrah Fawcett spray. And he starts spraying his hair. They're like, um, Dusty, your ride's here. Who's his ride? Of course, it's Steve Harrington. Steve's his ride. They 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 go there and um, he's like, remember, act like you don't care. You look like a million bucks, and uh, his hair is so big now. And he goes, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Good luck. And Dustin goes in. Steve looks in and sees Nancy helping out. And he's like, huh. you can see he still has feelings for her. Um, so Dustin goes in and just looks overwhelmed by all this dancing. Uh, this And I, I've never seen a high school dance this good. When I was in junior high, I went to Catholic school, and the school was like a five-minute walk from the, the, the church that was like the parish, all that stuff, you know. Uh, and we used to have dances in the basement um, of the church. We, didn't even, we had a school cafeteria that was pretty big. At least it felt big when you were a kid. And yet we did this in the church basement. I don't know exactly why. Now that I think about it, I mean, it didn't. Ha it wasn't a huge room. We, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But um, the dancing that they do in this, everything is just so reminiscent. And I mean, the slow dancing, the hips, 
the arms at full arm length, like basically almost like you're you're holding them as far away from you as you possibly can. Just classic junior high dancing. Um, he sees and he 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 puts on this air of confidence. That's Dustin's thing. He's like, hey, Nance. And she's serving punch. This kid comes up. He's like, what's in this? She says, pure fuel. Uh, she looks over and sees Jonathan. He's taking pictures of the kids. He's helping out, too. They smile. They have a nice um, a nice little moment like, look at us. Look at us. Um, Dustin goes over and finds Max White, Max, Mike, and Lucas. And they're like, what happened to you? He's like, what are you talking about? Your hair. Is there a bird nesting in there? Nothing wrong with my hair. There's nothing wrong at all. And then one of the greatest songs ever kicks in. Time after time. Lucas very smoothly asks Max to dance. And he, she's like, are you trying to ask me to dance, stalker? He's like, yeah, uh, come on. And then he looks so stiff out there. Um, but the look on Dustin's face, seeing the girl that he had a crush on with one of his best friends, it's like, it's... I've had that look in junior high. Let's just say I know that look. There's a few looks that Dustin have that I just like, ooh, I know that feeling. So this girl comes up and goes, hey, zombie boy, you, uh, do you want to dance? He's like, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, um, uh, yeah, sure. And, I, and again, I love them. They're the ones dancing. It's such arm's length. It's awesome. So then now we just have Dustin and Mike standing there. Um, Dustin looks at Max and then all of a sudden you just see his his gaze go over to these four other girls. Like, he's a young kid, so it's like, oh, I really liked her. Oh, look, other girls, they're over there. He's all right, Mike. Wish me luck. I'm going in. Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. Now, if he said, do you want to dance? Maybe. But instead, he has to be this confident, cocky kid, puts his hand out and goes, Shall we? Uh, no, thanks. I think his he he took Steve's. I don't act like I don't care a little too much. Um, so he goes towards these other girls and they just walk off. And he realizes this. He just stands there awkwardly, and Nancy notices. Um, and she goes over to him while he's he's sitting there, and you see he's crying. And it's just like, oh, after everything he's been through. This adventure, like you just feel bad for him at that moment. It's so heartbreaking. Uh, but she's like, "Hey, do you do you want to dance?" It's like, "What? Huh?" She's like, "Come on!" Pulls him out on the dance floor. And what Nancy does for him here is actually pretty spectacular because she makes him feel better, but she also gets the other girls to be like, "What? He's dancing with the high school girl?" The look on his face when she's like, "Come on, a little closer, a little closer." But the girls definitely take notice. Uh, she goes, you know, out of all my brother's friends, you're my favorite. You've always been my favorite. And the smile he's getting, she knows exactly what she's doing. Uh, and the girls are looking over at him. He's like, you know, girls this age, they're dumb. But give them a few years, you're going to drive them nuts. He's like, you really think so? Oh, I know so. Outside, we see Joyce just staying by her car. She said that um, Hopper shows up and she's like, yeah, Will wanted some space. I gave him a few feet. Um, 
They share a, a cigarette in the parking lot together. And I, I just wrote down, damn it, they belong together. He's like, how are you holding up? You know, she's she doesn't really answer. She's just like, meh. He's like, well, I understand. But it really it really does, you know, every day does actually get a little easier. He puts his arm around her and they just have a moment. Just basically saying we're here for each other. And all of a sudden, yeah. Every breath you take. Um, the great police song, Every Breath You Take. Now Mike is sitting there alone, and there she is. Eleven walks into the dance. She sees Mike. Mike sees her. They finally come together. You look beautiful. You you want to dance? She says, I, I, I don't know how. I don't either. Come on, let's try to figure it out. So they go on the dance floor. We see Nancy still with Dustin. Will is still with that girl. Lucas and Max are dancing. Then all of a sudden, Max kisses Lucas, and he is just thrilled. And then Mike kisses Eleven. And then we back away from the dance. We're outside the Hawkins Middle School. I love this moment. And the camera just starts to turn. The world begins to turn upside down and then we're there in the upside down the school is right there and in the distance in the back watching over them every breath you take every move you make I'll be watching you the mind flayer is there still waiting still watching boom then we get Stranger Things 2, the end. We I love how they end the season with the theme song. Yahtzee, we did it. This episode went a lot longer than I thought it would, but you know what? It's worth it. This was a long episode and a lot to discuss, and I realized that I gave up on the idea of just doing these quickie rewatches without taking notes. It's helping me remember and relive everything, and I am so excited to be done with Stranger Things 2 and even more excited to be starting Stranger Things 3. I want to say tomorrow, but by the time you hear this, it's going to be later today because it's 11.50 now on Wednesday night. And by the time this gets posted, it will be in the wee hours of Thursday morning. There's no chance I'm going to get this done in 10 minutes. So good morning, everyone. And I'll see you later on today. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The website is fansnotexperts.com. The Facebook page is fansnotexperts. And the show has its own Twitter account at StrangerDPod. So until tomorrow or later today, stay stranger, my friends. And remember, every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take... He'll be watching you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, 
We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.